This is the My St Albans podcast, where we talk to local people about their St Albans and their favourite songs. For licensing reasons, we're unable to include the songs chosen. My St Albans is sponsored by Ye Old Fighting Cox, the oldest pub in the UK. For more information about this award-winning pub, visit yeoldfightingcox.co.uk or find them on Facebook at Ye Old Fighting Cox. And good evening and welcome to My St Albans, show number 29. Um, and tonight we have the very brilliant Liz Marcy on the show. Good evening, Liz. Hi, Matt. Thank you very much. That's a very flattering description. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. You all right? Good. Very well. Very well. Um, enjoying the summer? Oh, I'm loving it. I, it can't be too warm for me. I just absolutely adore the hot weather. So for our listeners at home, this show is currently recorded, uh, or it's been recorded in July 2021. So just so people know, we've just started the heat wave. We had an awful June, but now it's slowly getting better, I think. We're all good. Um, so yeah, Liz, thank you so much for agreeing to come on the show tonight. Um, it's really simple. Six questions, six songs. Are we ready to go? I think so. I think Fantastic. so. Let's give it a try, shall we? Let's give it a go. So um, when did your relationship with St Albans start? Okay, well, I, I moved here in 2001. So yes, in September 2001. So I'm approaching my 20th anniversary of, of life in the city. Um, my uh, husband at the time, now ex-husband, had been working for a, a financial services company in St Albans, and we had been living in Wimbledon. So quite a commute from Wimbledon to St Albans. We thought, well, should we try and move somewhere a bit closer? We checked St Albans out, of course, liked it. And um, it was quite funny because at that point, at the point at which we'd sort of thought, well, let's move to St Albans, everything started to conspire in our favour. And we started meeting people all over the place who you know, were from this lovely town, St Albans. So, um, my, my ex went to... Um, a reunion, a college reunion. He's he's from the states, and there was a, a college reunion in in London from uh, his his college, Boston College, in the states. And the first person person he met as he crossed the threshold was somebody who lived in St Albans, who um, he's still friends with to this day. And so, yeah, I mean, you could call it sort of you could say that it was in the stars or fated or something, or or, or that it was just uh, I don't know, I guess some kind of confirmation bias. But yeah, we it seemed everything was pointing us in this direction we haven't we haven't looked back I mean that said you know I think as often happens when people kind of tread that very well-worn path from London to St Albans I think the first little while that you're here you sort of have one foot in London still and that was certainly the case for us our social life was there and obviously we were uh, I was still working there and um, you know this was pre-children and I, I think it was probably when I had my children and um, started to get involved in kind of you know NCT kids school all of that and you've become more and more sort of firmly embedded in the community and I feel like I've really um, my my roots have grown here definitely and I feel very connected with the place now and lots of friends and 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 I'm lucky enough to to be working uh, you know sort of in the heart of the community really because I work for the council in the community engagement team and I've been lucky enough to be involved with lots of wonderful community activities and initiatives and um, it just sort of uh, cements my very warm feelings about the place. Um, I'm, I'm originally from, from York, 
So I've, I've come from one Roman city to another, from Eboracum to Verulamium. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I feel, I feel right at home here. Uh, and, cool. You, yeah. you must love old buildings, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't love a bit of half timbering and yeah, a cobble or two? Yeah. A cobble or two. Um, so, yeah, 20 years. Wow. Um, yeah, very. we have uh, very similar paths, I believe. Our history is very similar, yeah. I think. Um, so, yeah, I've been in St. Albans about 20 years as well, I think. Give or take. Give or take. So, um, Leads us nicely on. What's your first song? What have you got for us? Well, my first song really um, is is all about what makes this such a great place to live. And um, yeah, so th- this song has a bit of a family resonance for me as well. It was one of those ones that was constantly in the cassette player of the old Citroen as we went on holiday. And uh, it's one that I just strongly feel gives me a, a warm, a warm sense of belonging. Um, it's with a little help from my friends by the Beatles. And that was the Beatles with a little help from my friends. Uh, what a great tune to start us off with. I like a bit of Beatles. Yeah, it's good. come on, who doesn't? It's good, yeah, I like that. Um, so, you are involved in so many cool things in the city, I have to say, with your day job and stuff. And um, what, what's your greatest memory? What's your greatest night out? What's your greatest event? What's your greatest occasion? What have you got for us? Oh, lots and lots. Uh, lots and lots. It's very, it's, I mean, been here for 20 years, obviously had time to make um, lots of memories. And, and, you know, I'm still making them, still making them. I mean, as recently as last month, I had a fantastic time at the Fighting Cocks with uh, my mates at a showing of cocktail um, you know, we've got this great thing here. I don't know if you know about it, Matt, called the, the St. Albans Film Festival. It's really awesome. Uh, so I just had a brilliant time there. Um, and, that was a good uh, night. That was a it good was night. It was a great night. It was, it was hilarious. My goodness. It was like being at the Panto there with my, <laughs> my friends. There was a lot, of, a lot of calling back to the screen, a lot of heckling. Yeah. Um, and of course, the Panto as well. I mean, what, what can you say about that? St. Albans Panto, last day of term. Um, with with all the school kids that we've had some some fantastic memories there um celebrated my big 5-0 a couple of years ago with with friends at uh, again at the fighting cocks and lunch at lustman's with my family and that was really a special day especially since my birthday is the weekend of the food and drink festival um street festival weekend so i was able to show them um the work that i do and that made me feel really proud that that that's something I can be involved with. So that was really special. But my, uh, I, I, the memory that I wanted to uh, talk about was in particular ties in with my second song. Um, I remember a few years ago at the Meraki Festival um, at the, the showground in Redbourne, going there with a bunch of friends and having just a such a great mellow time beautiful sunshine sun setting and the shires were on stage doing their thing and it was just a, a wonderful combination of you know good times with friends and great music in a lovely setting um that, that was a really special memory for me i was at that gig um and i they they were just brilliant they were absolutely brilliant. They? The guys, they're absolutely great. And it Lo- was this local really nice... band too, obviously, which is a nice yeah. little. Um... Yeah, and I, I'm not going to tell you any stories about that night, but mm. I was really lucky to be there, and 
it was just a highlight because I, you know, you hear them a little bit, but I'd never heard them live and they were really tight. They were really good. Um, okay. They were so good. And I think, um, uh, like yeah, my family was there that night. It was a great, it was a great evening. And I, I miss Meraki. I really do. I know it has a little bit of history, but uh, I think Kerry did an amazing job. I, I, I think it's, it was brilliant. And I hope post covid that that returns because it it was our glastonbury right it's our festival it's our thing how lovely to have something so local to go to that felt like you know such a great connection to yeah yeah i loved it and i love the shires i mean i'm I'm a bit i'm a little bit country you know i could have chosen easily chosen six country tracks which i i haven't done but um (laughs) i think i think they're great um yeah well let's listen here we go friday night the shires and that was the Shires uh, Friday night. Um, yeah, does that take you back? Ah, oh, it does. But you didn't give me time to offer my disclaimer. You know, I was going to say, you know, that this 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 participant does not in any way condone getting drunk on a Friday night. You know, other options are available. You know, such as not Definitely. getting drunk. And and I and I suggest you drink responsibly on Friday night and every night. You know, that's that's me with my responsible council officer hat on right there. Yeah, <laughs> you've done the right. You've done the right thing. Right. You've. Put the disclaimer down. Yeah. There you go. Take that council hat off. That said, if you are going to get drunk on a Friday night, what better place than St Albans to do it? Am I right? Yeah. Do we have the best pubs in the country or what? I think we do. I think we do. We're very, very lucky. Very lucky. Um, So, um, hero time. Who have you got? Well, okay. Um, Am I allowed to mention an organisation rather than an individual? Absolutely. Okay, because I think that Sustainable St Albans have done some incredible work. I am in awe of their energy and the um, their knowledge and their dedication. I think that they have brought an understanding of um, sustainability issues to uh, the wider St Albans public that simply would not have happened um, had it not been for them and their initiatives we know around the, the sustainability festival and the sustainability markets that they do um and you know just all the services they offer you know the, the playing out initiative is is spearheaded by them which i think is just a lovely warm wonderful thing you know you you close off the street to traffic and kids play outside and neighbors get to know each other and that is you know 100 percent in the sort of uh, sustainability space and and this would not be happening in this district were it not for, for the efforts of this incredibly hardworking, mostly volunteer, you know, incredibly motivated and, and selfless bunch of individuals. So I, I'd like, you know, definitely they, they are heroes to me. I think they do an amazing job. So that's, a, that's a great answer. That's a great answer. I, I'm a little bit in awe of those guys, especially like when their festival comes around and I look through their event list and it's like, well, hold on, they've got a hundred events. What I know how I know how are they doing? So anyone out there that organises events, Liz, I know you're massive into that. But anyone out there that has organised even a school fair, like whatever it is, it takes so much time, so much effort, and you have to you have to be so hard working. Yeah. So to do that times a hundred, yeah, is. It's insane. It's, they they run an incredible organisation. I'm I'm you know they, I think and I think that their their branding is so beautiful. Their their actual communications is great. Mm. 
and yeah, um, I, I know that that um, it's tough for them because you know they they do depend on this you know group of volunteers, and I think that they they work really really hard. So yeah, hats off to them for sure. Yeah, no, really good, really good. Um, so leads us nicely on. What's your third song? Well, choice? it does, doesn't it? See what I did there because see what you did there. We have to R E S P E C T the environment, and who better to tell us about? R-E-S-P-E-C-T than Aretha Franklin. And that was Respect by Aretha Franklin. Oh, what? Love that link. You, you should be doing my job, I think. You I'm are so natural, much right? You are brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Um, I, I'm very privy beforehand to know what your hidden gem is, and I'm very very excited about your choice what have you got for us well i don't know i don't know if you, if you had lots of other guests who talked about this one and i think it's it's funny because it's a it's a gem that's hidden in plain sight but my hidden gem of st albans is the clock tower um and i think the clock tower is just brilliant it's it's run by this band of of volunteers they call themselves the clocketeers and how wonderful is that and it the the, the it's it's a medieval belfry it's it's the oldest medieval belfry still standing in the country you know just to add to our uh, long lists of other you know firsts and oldest and onlys um it it was built out of uh, a, a pure act of defiance the city of st albans wanted to break free from the power of the abbey and have their own time thank you very much and their own their own bell and isn't that just so typically St Albans? I mean, that's just fabulously St Albans. We we live in a city that is full of really passionate, engaged, committed citizens, and uh, that is just that's just wonderfully exemplified by by the clock tower. If you, I, I just really urge everybody who can um, to to go there. I, I know it's, it's a very uh, steep staircase, so it's obviously it it can't be accessed by everybody, but I found out just this morning when I was preparing to chat with you that on the museum's website, there is an amazing virtual tour of the clock tower. So you can literally put it up on your whole screen and there are fabulous 360 views from the top. There's wonderful interactive little um, things that you can uh, click on and find out all about it. So you can go in there and you can see the old shop and you can see the old living quarters and the clock mechanism and the old bell. And it's just it's just a really, a really fun uh, uh, just a, a, a wonderful sort of symbol of the city, and I, I love the the door on the side that says "Commit no, no nuisance." I mean, that isn't that great? It's that's it just is, wonderfully, yeah. um, wonderfully iconic. That and and to be you know to be fair, it's a useful reminder for us all, isn't it? I mean, we've all been there, haven't we? On the point yeah. of committing nuisance, and then suddenly, oh, okay, sorry, commit no nuisance. All right, okay, I got it, got it. I think. Um... I think we've only ever had one other guest that's mentioned the clock tower and I, I love it. I think it's amazing. It is, it's, it's quite a feat to get to the top. It's, it gets a little bit. It's a tiny bit hairy and you know, if you don't like narrow. staircases and you know, yeah, yeah. It, it's. But when you're there, it's just like, this is brilliant. It's amazing. Um, yeah, I, I do like the clock tower. Thank you for that. It's a great shout. It's a great shout. Um, yeah, song number four. 
Yeah, that this song is is there's a very loose connection with the clock tower um, for this song choice. The the clock tower is obviously a very uh, kind of well known meeting point for lots of people. And in fact, I uh, went on my first date with my partner five years ago, and we met at the clock tower. And so this this song that um, uh, I've I've chosen next is is by way of being sort of our song. And it's, it's right by your side, by the Eurythmics. Whether you're after a cocktail to start your weekend or one of the best Sunday roasts in Hertfordshire, Ye Old Fighting Cogs has everything you need. Family-friendly with plenty of outdoor space. For menus and more, visit yeoldfightingcogs.co.uk or find them on Facebook at Ye Old Fighting Cogs St Albans. And that was Right By Your Side by The Arrhythmics. Um, welcome back to My St. Albans, uh, sponsored by Ye Old Fighting Cocks. And we've got the amazing Liz Marcy on the show tonight. How are we doing, Liz? All good? I'm really good, and I'm definitely getting that on my business card. I'm, I'm changing my name to The Amazing Liz Marcy. I love that. <laughs> um, and very deserved, I have to say. <laughs> very deserved indeed. Um Right, perfect St Albans Day. Well, I've I've sort of referenced this already a little bit, but I am lucky enough to be able to um, work on the community events that take place in the city. Um, We've obviously got the three big ones that happen every year, most years, the Alban Festival, the Food and Drink Festival, the Christmas Light Switch On. And um, I would have to say that my perfect day is... A St Albans Street Festival event day. It's just so magical and it's so special to be able to do that and see how much joy you can bring to the community and how much what those street festivals mean to people and um, how much I think it really adds to the sense of St Albans as being a great place to live or to work or to, to hang out. Um, so the the day starts extremely early for us. We're generally on site by sort of half past five, six o'clock in the morning, um, welcoming the traders onto the market. And of course, there's always problems. There's always something to iron out. Somebody's already, you know, shown up with a, a vehicle that's three times as big as they said it was going to be. And uh, uh, or somebody's not there yet. And we're about to close the site to vehicles. And it's, there's, so there's always little dramas to, to cope with. But then we have the people who come on to decorate the site and to put up the marquees and the entertainment arrive. We've got the, the soundstage guy doing his sound checks and it just builds up until, you know, at, at midday we kick off and the, the public um, start to stream onto the site and just have a, a wild time. Just really enjoy hanging out with their friends and family and enjoying some entertainment, some great food, um, you know, sitting down chatting with their friends it's it's just a really a really great vibe and I love being part of that and at the end of the day as we're sort of literally sweeping up and and we look at our you know watches and we've done something like 30,000 steps in a day and and everything's being dismantled and taken away and we're you know we're picking up the rubbish and and uh, stowing the bins away it's it's just it, it's just a really satisfying lovely thing and um, and we're incredibly excited that we're going to be able to do that again in September for the first time in 18 months so we are planning on delivering the food and drink festival uh, the street festival event on Sunday the 26th of September and we are planning for it to be 
you know, actually probably even bigger and better than ever because we're going to combine some of the elements that we normally only have at the other festivals because we've all missed them so much so we're going to have a big sound you know a big uh, stage with some cracking performances on it we've got the maida veils coming along we've got the swan vesta social club lo loads of favorites that people really enjoy and we'll have the cookery theater um and uh, we'll have some you know street performers and entertainers we'll have crafts and it's just going to be a lovely day for for all the family so you know meet your friends bring the kids just come along and join us and celebrate yeah. celebrate st albans and the, and the amazing right. food and drink scene of the city you know which is is incredible isn't it i mean we're so lucky yeah. in this um in this city it's quite i don't know what you so you moved here about the same time as i did right mm. when when i first got here i was a bit underwhelmed by kind of food and drink in the city that didn't seem like there was a whole lot of different options available but in the last 20 years my goodness the offering is just it's gone through the roof it's incredible you know fabulous I think wrist for me, you know yeah i think for me to sum it up i'll get back to the uh, food and drink in a second but to, for me to sum up st albans where we are today it's probably where we were when we both rocked up at the city 20 years ago is if I wanted to go out for a really special meal or I want to go out for a really great night out, I now don't need to leave St Albans. No, why would you? I don't, you know, maybe 20 years ago, it was like, I've got to get on a train. I've got to go back into London, you know. But now there's places that are as good, if not better. Sure. I don't need to travel. Absolutely. We, we, and yeah. you've got everything from the sort of the fine dining end to the the more casual everyday to this just really cracking street food at the market on Wednesdays and Saturdays. My goodness, the falafel! Mm. Oh, yeah, die for. I just love that. So, loads of cool independence. Exactly. Loads of people doing really nice stuff, and some great local businesses that just seem to get better and better. Exactly. So it's just really great to be able to celebrate that with the food and drink yeah. festival. And there'll be loads of local restaurants and market traders and everything participating. So, you know. And also, Liz, when you explained the, like the street festival, the street festival, I should say, I, it's, if you haven't been, just rock up on that Sunday because it, it is so good. It's so good. And, you know, there's a lot of people and everyone just is eating and drinking and having a great time. And, you know, that high street, St. Peter's Street, that area, it doesn't get called off and shut that often. So when it does, it creates an atmosphere that is just unlike any other day. It really is so special. Exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah. you know, we hope so. That's what, that's what we were going for. We were going for really special. So hopefully we'll no you've done it every year you are you are the genius it's amazing well i, I, I mean it. i should i should demur and say it's a very much a team effort and and my my boss katie is really the mastermind behind this so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna take full credit for this i am a mere participant in in delivering this you know fantastic event and there's loads and loads of people from the council and elsewhere and volunteers who are involved so yeah big big team yeah. effort it's, it's always a team effort right and nothing ever gets done without volunteers i totally understand that side of it but um just take partial credit for now right <laughs> <laughs> um what's your fifth song what have you got for us well you know uh because these festivals because i just can't get enough i went for just can't get enough by depeche mode 
And that was Just Can't Get Enough by Depeche Mode. Um, I think it's our first Depeche Mode song we've ever had on. Really? So, yeah. Good shout. I like that. All good. Um, right. Now, this is a tricky question because you work for the council. So take your council hat off for one second, and I'm going to give you the mayorship for a day. Right. <laughs> I'm afraid, you know, my, my, my council hat just doesn't come off that easily. Because <laughs> it just doesn't. I mean, I have to point out to you that the mayor's role is largely ceremonial. And, you know, it's not like being the all-powerful dictator that, that I think you, yeah. Um, I'm going to make you the all-powerful dictator. Go for it. Oh, what are you doing? Well, I see, I had two answers prepared for this question. Right. And, and the one answer around, okay, the role of the mayor is ceremonial and they're an elected councillor and they work incredibly hard and you know supporting community organizations and and uh, and stuff i did want to say that if i was that for the day i would have quite fun you know popping on the ceremonial gold chain giving a good old polish and perhaps perhaps i wouldn't get into the mayoral car because maybe that's not the environmentally friendly uh, choice but i thought maybe i could pop on the back of a tandem and i could have somebody cycle me around the district so i could say uh, thank you and big up all of the amazing community organizations that have been so fabulous over the past 18 months you know all the people who've gone above and beyond to to help others because you know i i know that that's what that's what the mayor would would want to do because that's that's the role of the mayor to sort of support the community organisations um, and um, I think that would be that would be a lovely day and I would go make them a cup of tea and take them some cake and say from the bottom of my heart how much um, St Albans appreciated all the things that they've done. Um, but um, if you actually want me to give the answer of an all-powerful dictator, yes, I do. Um, given the time and budget and the kind of mandate mandate that you only get as an all-powerful dictator. I think what I would do is turn all the city car parks into green spaces and sports facilities and ban vehicles from the city centre and introduce a network of sustainably powered electric buses that would connect all parts of the district to the city and bringing visitors from the outside so that everybody could have a really pleasant introduction to St Albans that didn't involve waiting in smelly traffic for half an hour. And um, I would provide, you know, bicycles to anybody who didn't want to get around by foot. And um, there would be um, wheel electric wheelchairs as we have now you know provided by shop mobility but you know expand their operations a bit and get anybody who has perhaps you know struggled with mobility into the city that way and um obviously unicorns we all get our own individual uh unicorn flying unicorn preferably. of course yeah yeah so uh yeah that would be that would be, it, it as the all-powerful mayor that would be my my first response it's a great answer she's gone there with the car parking it's a brilliant answer love that um i don't think that would be very popular so yeah yeah good luck good luck in the office tomorrow um (laughs) (laughs) um, what's your final song what have you got for us oh well okay my final song is one of those songs that i listen to when i'm walking around very lamian park which i do most mornings about six o'clock in the morning um i love to um 
you know, pop on my walking shoes and get out early in the day. I've got a son who has a paper round, so um, I, I make sure that he's up and off and then I get out myself. And um, I, I think that there's really no better uh, sort of track to walk to than, than your standard sort of disco. Disco is really the best for walking. So, you know, should you be walking behind somebody who is, you know, doing a sort of John Travolta strut, that's probably me listening to uh, listening to this song on her <laughs> uh, headphones uh, and this is you make me feel mighty real by sylvester and that was sylvester you make me feel mighty real um what a very cool 70s disco classic to end with i know right it fantastic is a, i just i feel very confident in that choice that is strong and right there. Um, Liz, you have been such a brilliant guest. Thank you so much. I, it took a little bit of crowbarring to get you on, but I am so glad you came on the show. Um, giving up your evening. Thank you very much. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been My St. Auburn, sponsored by Yo Fighting Cox. And this has been Liz Marcy. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having You've me. You've been listening to the My St. Auburn's podcast introduced by Matt Big. If you'd like to support Radio Verulam's podcasts, you can go to radioverulam.com slash donate. And you can see all the My St Albans podcasts at radioverulam.com slash My St Albans. My St Albans is sponsored by Ye Old Fighting Cox, the oldest pub in the UK. For more information about this award-winning pub, visit yeoldfightingcocks.co.uk or find them on Facebook at Ye Old Fighting Cox.